To understand with more clarity what the nature of the simulation is, it's important to understand how everyone is hooked in. Is it like the matrix where everyone is tapping into the same simulation, or are we each in our own simulation? The premise of a lot of sci-fi, particularly people like Philip K. Dick, focuses on this issue. Essentially, what he proposed through many of his works was, is there ever such a thing as a concrete reality or objective reality, or is everything subjective? It's an interesting idea, and it's something that many other science fiction writers and philosophers have been trying to solve for a long time. In essence, it comes down to this question. How do you ever really know that there is a reality which exists outside of your own sense of perception? Now, in this reality, this world, scientists have conducted several experiments involving brain scans and people doing particular activities, suggesting that there is, in fact, the unity of consciousness in terms of how each individual perceives reality that every individual here, every person here, is a part of the same program. But if the real question is, how do I know if there is a reality which exists outside my mind, how can I know what is real or not real? The answer is, you can never really know. You can never really know because your sense of perception of reality is based on the mind and that is an already manifested form of consciousness collapsing. It's an improper tool to ask such a question. You can never find the originations of reality through defining things with a reduced tool set that is part of the thing that created it. But because your sense of reality is based through the filtration system of our mind, which is actually part of our sensory perceptions to go along with our five senses, which we'll get into later, Because your sense of reality is operating on this, it can be transcended. And the most important part of this is how those perceptions can be transcended. To cut it short, unless you want to sit on a mountaintop for four hours every day, the only way to do that, the only way to ever truly find out whether something is real or not, or so-called real or so-called not real, is to face your fears and break past them. Most people think of fear as an evolutionary trigger which is encoded into our biology, but it's not. Fear is a universal force of resistance and has simply attached itself onto, or rather operates within, the biological mechanisms that are inside us. In reality, it's much more than just the hardwiring inside our body. Fear is the gateway to the potential of human evolution. And if you move past your fears... If you move past that block, you have the chance to truly understand once and for all what is real and what is unreal. And that can move from perspective of subjectivity from your own mind into what is actually objective in reality. In the East, this understanding is fairly common. There's a very common mantra even called the Bendo Heart Mantra. Zhu fa si xing qing jing gu, yu shan jie huan ru shu guan. If there's any Chinese people listening, I apologize for my pronunciation. (laughs) But leaving religion aside for a moment, the mantra actually says something very important. Essentially, it says that everything is an illusion, everything is subjective, everything has the same amount of of importance as everything else in this world 
everything comes out of nothingness, and that nothingness creates reality. Reality can only exist because of nothingness. If you're interested, you can type in heart mantra English translation on Google so you can get a deeper understanding of it. But essentially, it's saying that everything is an illusion. But the bright light. So what does that mean, everything is an illusion but the bright light? Essentially, it means as it says, which is when you get to the end of reality or the start of or core of reality, there is a light. And that light comes from a place where once you transcend the mind, you're transcending subjectivity and you're going to the only thing which is ever truly real and to the expansiveness of the universe, which is the bright light. It's the source of energy. You can perceive it as a physical source of energy coming down from the source of all things, even though there's nothing really physical about it. Or you could say that the light is a psychological manifestation from the unconscious when we get into a certain state. Whatever, however you want to define it. The most important thing about it is that it's an all-encompassing energy and is coming from the true source of things where everything else has come from. So before reality begins to split apart into different fractals and move further and further and further onto the reality that we exist in, the light is the energy which precedes all that. And that essentially is the only thing that is real, can ever be proven real objectively, from this perspective at least, because it emanates and pervades everything. It's quite interesting when you start seeing how these concepts aren't just mentioned in Eastern or Western philosophies, but are also found in places like comic books. They have entities, for example, in Marvel, called the One Above All, who is an entity which gives creation to the whole multiverse, to the whole reality of existence, and from that, everything else is stemmed. There's a similar one in DC where there's a source wall, and whoever can manage to go past the wall has an enlightening realization about reality and then becomes one with it. It's funny because these writers and people like Philip K. Dick are all tapping into the essential source which creates all reality. And that is one important part of understanding this. It's one thing to have an understanding of what is real and what is not real. And it's another thing entirely to base your reality around that before you've at least experienced what based reality is. So for all those people who have a clearly defined version of what they think is real or not real, for people who are struggling with living in the mind too much and battling with things like nihilism, which I'll make an episode about soon, it's important to understand that part of that suffering is just a result of perceiving one slice of the pie that we call reality. And the best part is to eat the whole pie, to move upwards in the game, to understand yourself and reality better, you don't need to follow a religion or anything. Just like these writers tap into the central source, so can you. And all you need to do in order to do that is go inside yourself and start asking yourself the questions you've been avoiding. So is there some higher form of reality? Are we all tapping into the same thing? Is there anything that is real? Well, the problem with this again is it's almost pointless to ask these questions without having an experience of it yourself but not to worry because this experience is possible for you, truly. You just have to relax and then have a passion for moving there and that's it. There's a lot of people, for example, who are into computer simulation theory and they attempt to explain reality by saying, okay, it's just a simulation. All of reality is just a code. 
For them, it brings an understanding about reality, which provides personal growth, which it absolutely can do. But as I was explaining in the other podcasts, that's a very limited or at least only a starting point for explaining reality because that doesn't hold up when you take that reasoning further. So let's say that this reality was created by a simulation and then you figure out the operating code of this reality through using the tools of physics, quantum mechanics, mathematics, etc. And you do learn eventually, aha, we now have proof a computer in a higher reality created ours. And then somehow you may even sneak into the next simulation and go, okay, well, this is how that one works. And then we figured out how the next one works and how that was encoded by another computer. But what happens when you keep traveling these realities and somehow make it all the way back to original reality or base reality, if you want to call it that, which wasn't formed by a computer because it's the first one. So what happens then? Well, suddenly, the model of being able to explain reality through a computer creating a simulation doesn't make sense anymore. It may be able to explain some of the coding of this reality and bring you certain understanding, but that's it. It can't explain anything else and it can't move you any further. But if you look at reality forming at its very essence from an energy, from what can be called a bright light, or at least manifests in the senses that we can perceive just before we get there to base reality as a bright light and that that energy gives creation to everything, it pervades through everything, then suddenly you do have a basis for understanding how all of reality starts and even better mechanism for understanding how to improve and build upon the foundation of your life and an even greater understanding of all the other simulations. Because... No matter what or how many realities down the line have been created by a computer or through another device in a simulation, all of those realities are still stemming from that all-pervading source in base reality, the source that creates everything. So it doesn't really matter what reality or simulation you're in because every single one of them is created and has an energy pervading it through coming from base reality. They're already a manifestation of the only thing you could ever define as real. A lot of people think they have this notion that the more you rise up in the simulation is the more you would learn. But keep that in mind as we go on with this because defining things and getting clarity about things are great. But defining your reality based on reality being a computer simulation only takes you so far about understanding the things about reality which have more depth than that. And no matter what system you follow or use, really the most important thing you can ever do is face your fear because that's the mechanism which will give the most growth. That's also something everyone can do. Thinking is great, but by the design of the mind itself, the solution cannot be found through it because it's part of the problem. Or at least... It's inadequate in its normal state of moving in loops thinking about the same things to take you where you want to go. To get to base reality, you have to transcend your sensory perceptions and go somewhere inwards. So this is where it comes back to the notion of going higher into another simulation. There's a saying in the East that the outside is endless, the inside is nothingness, or one. It's very short. What this means is 
If you keep going outside and looking for a solution, you can search forever and ever and ever and divide things more and reduce things more and find out the counterparts more and more, but you'll never find out what you're looking for because what you're looking for isn't to be found in the manifestations. It's to be found and experienced in the essence. So essentially, our subjective perceptions are only subjective because they're molded by what our mind perceives. And the way to get out of that, luckily, the good news, is to transcend what the mind is perceiving. To do that, you have to shock your whole energetic system to get out of its normal operating procedure or state of consciousness. Now, that seems like it's hard because civilization is operated in and built by design for the most part to keep one in those normal operating procedures. But as we go on through this podcast, you realize how the idea of needing to do meditation for 30 years or follow some system for your whole life in order to come to a certain understanding is actually completely false. So that's important to keep in mind. But so briefly though, how do you unleash your energetic system? Well, you face your fear, of course, that's one thing we talked about. But why? Because when you face your fear, your energetic system gets charged up. Well, you can feel it. Think about it when you face your fear in normal life. If you've got fear running through your body, your your body's just got a completely new structure of energy in it. And when you face your fear and have a certain awareness of that energy flowing through your system, you can then begin to approach a point where with intention, you can jump out of your little mind's perspective and see things from another angle. That's not the end point for getting to base reality and coming to insights, but it is a crucial point you first need to start from. Albert Einstein was one person who spent much of his life in this state. He often talked about how the genius of mankind or the genius of man is the ability to which he can liberate himself from his own mind. He understood the importance of liberating yourself from your mind's faulty mechanistic process because from that place you can put yourself in a state which far transcends the normal operating code or vibration of how you normally think. So practically speaking, besides facing your fear, how can you start to incorporate some of these things into your life to get yourself into these kind of states to understand some of these deeper aspects of reality? Well, it's the cliche word of awareness that comes in. If you can see your mind holding importance to something, attaching itself as important to anything, then it's just simply a matter of learning how to train your mind to step outside that and see that it's doing that. To start with, nothing even needs to change, but just for you to see that it's doing that, then that's 50% of the way there because... As long as you can see the mind wants to think that it's awesome and then it's never wrong and then it's the man, then you're halfway there because once you observe the process of when it's going out of line with what is actually reality, then the real part of you can begin to step through, the one that's connected to this higher wisdom. And that will eventually begin to replace the normal formatting mechanism of your mind which you've got from all this conditioning or programming. So it's about a process of going within into the internal world and discovering what it is you're seeking for, what it is you're 
have inclinations for, which is going to lead you to these understandings about reality. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I'm doing this for you, for the people who maybe are suffering a bit or have experienced um, a certain aspect of reality where they've never come into contact with mechanisms which can pull you out of these existential states. So if there's anything I can do to improve it, please let me know, send me some feedback and see you next time.